This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. Your food host, writer, critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen. And I'm Tariq Moody, a.k.a. The Architect from Radio Milwaukee. On this edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about the potential food truck venue that might be coming to Rear West. Looks like they overcome a, another hurdle. And we're also going to talk about Hot Dish Pantry. We have talked about them past. They've been doing pop-ups. They've been in the 3rd Avenue Market Hall. It looks like they're going to get a new location in the former home of Iron Great Barbecue. And we've got news about a loaded potato restaurant that plans to open around near Alverno College. But we can kick it off with Ann and a couple of pieces from Ann and Milwaukee Magazine. The first piece you did over there is five Wisco foodie finds to add to your cart, which sounds like something perfect for people looking for that perfect gift for that foodie in their life. So tell me about that. Yeah, so put together a story. This is running in our December issue. If you are shopping for someone who really likes locally made snacks, foods, things of that nature, this is this is a great story for you. So I've got five suggestions. First up, melt chocolates bonbons. Okay, melt chocolate is located in the Lincoln Warehouse. And these bonbons are different from, you know, a lot. I, I, I mean, I, I've definitely had a lot of bonbons in my life. And these are, I don't know, they're just a little more creative, really colorful. The flavors are everything from orange dreamsicle to almond praline to passion fruit. They're really, really delicious. And you can actually get a, one of each box. So you get one of every flavor that he does. They're all just really, really fantastic. And I think it, that is an awesome gift for people that love sweets. I mentioned Emmanuel's Mix, which is um, kind of a cross between a trail mix and maybe Chex Mix, I guess. This, this snack mix comes in two varieties. There's one that's a little bit spicier than the other one's a little on the sweeter side. But man, this stuff is addictive. The The snack mix actually won the Eats and Treats competition at the 2022 Wisconsin State Fair. Just a really great snack mix and great local company. I also mentioned, oh, this is this place. I love this place. In Bayview, there's a company that makes their own pasta. It's called Semolina. They also do pasta making classes there, but the owner makes dried and fresh pastas, including um, some specialty ones that are really hard to find. One of them is a Sardinian pasta filled with potato and mint. Mm. Um, and that one is a special one that the owner does on a certain day of the week. These are really, really beautiful and delicious pastas. Um, and then I'm going to just mention one more that I meant that I include Creme de liqueur. This is so up your alley, Tariq. It's spirit infused ice cream custard. So it's a mm. little richer than ice cream and mm -hmm. it's infused with spirits. And a lot of them are local spirits like Central Standard and Twisted mm. Path. They have a spirited raspberry cheesecake custard that has chunks of Simma's Bakery cheesecake in it. The, this is like really rich and delicious. Is it like alcoholic or is it? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It is, it has alcohol in it. In it. 
Okay, so you can de- technically get a little buzz, huh? Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe, maybe if you eat enough of it, maybe you can get some. Maybe you'll get some in your stocking this year. Maybe that'd be it's nice. dry ice, so it'll stay frozen. Yeah, it sounds like a nice thing to have when you're on a on a Christmas Eve at home mm-hmm. when you're by yourself. Oh no, that's not going to be you, is it? <laughs> it's fine. I'm not a holiday guy anyway. But um, yeah, if you want to check out some of these great uh, suggestions for the holidays, you can head over to Milwaukee Magazine's website for five Wisco foodie finds to add to your cart. We'll post a link at our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Coming up on this bites, we'll continue our conversation with uh, Anne's amazing bar guide in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. We will be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with the wonderful, talented Ann Christensen and myself, Tariq of Radio Milwaukee. We'll continue our conversation with the really cool bar guy in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine you put together. It's called After Dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the After Dark. Remember the Windows screen saver called After Dark? Remember that? <laughs> I the do. Old, 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 yeah. I just yeah. couldn't think of that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I hadn't we, thought about paid that. Paid like $20 for it and get all these cool little screen savers for yeah. your Windows computer. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, so what's, yeah. the deal with, what's the deal with the After Dark? Like, what's the criteria? Like, what were you looking for? Okay. Well, we've done these stories, these bar guides over the years. Um, we haven't looked at the scene, you know, like... What are the new bars that are that have popped up since b- before COVID? And there's definitely been a, a, quite a few changes in the scene. Some really interesting new places have opened. So we thought we would take a look and see um, what some of those standouts are and kind of trace some of the trends. So, uh, so I have, you know, new places mentioned in here, like Central Standard, which opened their craft house and kitchen, has a great bar. Vendetta Coffee Bar, which sounds like it's just a cafe, but they do all these really interesting, um, they have a location in, um, they have two locations, one that's in Walker's Point, and that one does all these Italian cocktails like Negroni's. And I was also really intrigued by this trend that is has been happening and getting stronger on non-alcoholic cocktails. So I, I guess non-alcoholic mocktails, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I have a whole spread on that, on just places that you can go that, that aren't sober bars. They're just really great bars that anybody can go to and they can get a really good cocktail or they can get a really good mocktail. And those would be everything from Lost Whale to Boone and Crockett to the foundation, Mm. which uh, the Tiki Bar, which actually has some great non-alcoholic options as well. And I also, one of the things I wanted to mention is we have a few new speakeasies in Milwaukee. 
that have opened just in the last year or so. One of them, I don't know if you've been out to the North Avenue market. I know we talked about it on the show previously, but they have a speakeasy in their in their lower level. Like a and bank vault, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's in the old bank vault. It's called Mosler's Vault. And it's run by Bittercube. And you know, the idea of a speakeasy to me is a place that is kind of secretive, mysterious. You have to, um, you know, kind of really hunt for it to be able to find it. And that definitely fits Mosler's vault. I mean, it's it's got this very, um, it's tiny, no windows. The door is the old bank vault door. And so I also mentioned there's another um, new speakeasy in town called Leo Lounge. And it's in the building that used to house Trocadero. I don't know if you remember, there was a bar above Trocadero. In my mind, I'm thinking it was called Red or something. Red. Yeah, like Red Light or something. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But now there's Leo Lounge. So there's a speakeasy up there, but they've kind of a women-oriented theme. So um, they've got all art by women artists and um, they have cocktails like a woman Hatton. Get it? Woman Hatton. So, yeah. So I I highlight a bunch of these, um, these new speakeasies. And then, you know, it's, it's just, there's just a lot of really great bars in town that are new or new ish or new to you. And we just decided to highlight them. And also places where you can go and hear some live music that maybe are on the newer side as well. So it's just a great roundup of stuff that I think um, during the holidays, you're going to be entertaining. You're going to want to hang out with people and you maybe want to go out to a bar and have a great cocktail. Also, um, a couple other things in this feature that I think are interesting to note. I highlight some really great restaurant bars like the one at Saffron, which is the new Indian place in the third Mm -hmm. ward. Birch has a really great bar. Loopy and Iris, really awesome cocktail bar. And then, Tariq, because people love a deal in Milwaukee, I have a whole mm-hmm. roundup, like about 12 places that you can go and get a really good happy hour. Nice. Did you go to every bar on that list and have a drink at every one for this story? I had, this was a team effort. So wow. I, over, I was overseeing a number of people that were going to places. Um, and you know what, Tariq? I took special interest in um, the whole non-alcoholic side of it because that's kind of where I like to go. That's the direction I'm leaning. So, um, so anyway, yes, it was a team effort. It wasn't just me, but yes, I went to some places and ordered cocktails. Nice. You can find that in the latest issue of Milwaukee magazine. The cover has uh, Bobby Portis on there, which again, I thought it would be me, but that's fine. (laughs) You pick always think it's going to be you. Pick a basketball yeah. player. Uh, always pick athletes. I get it. Mm. Don't want to pick the nerds. <laughs> Next, we talked about this a while ago. Remember that weird building that's on like North and Humboldt Tide House that we're mm-hmm. going to like? It's been. I moved here. It was always closed since I've been here. I never knew it had been open. Yeah. Apparently, it used to be a music venue back in the day and all this kind of stuff. And uh, early this year, we mentioned about that the, there was a developer looking into developing into kind of this new bar and um, 
place for inspiring food entrepreneurs and a food truck kind of park development. And we didn't, heard not, we didn't hear much back for a while until recently. Several places reported that this project has passed another hurdle. The building, located at 2249 North Humboldt, passed approval for the Historic Preservation Commission. So I don't know what's next for this process. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping something happens there because it's just been dead on that corner. It's an awkward corner on top of it because that weird hill. It's an awkward hill. corner and then there's all that construction happening. Yeah, so you have that weird hill that goes up and it's always it's just a weird corner. But I always like, I wish someone do something. Like, looks like it's 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 getting there. Hmm. So the plan for the, the development is called Dark Horse Development. Clarence Moore, who's the owner of the development company, reports that he's planning to have an outdoor food park on the south side of the building, which will accommodate food trucks and trailers and all that kind of stuff. Also, a, a stage and seating for live entertainment. So it's making a kind of a nice little venue as well. And then inside the building, he's want to uh, create a commercial kitchen for aspiring food entrepreneurs. So no idea what's the next step for this project, but uh, I'm not sure. I can't give you a timeline. If I give you maybe 2024, maybe unless something speeds up. I don't know. If it goes, if it gets all the approvals it needs, but I would love something happening in that corner. It's just been, mm-hmm. it's just been sad to see that building just sit there. It was, you know, according to one of the stories, it was one of the 10 buildings on historic registry that was planned to be torn down. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, it looks cool. Um, but yeah, so that's happening. We'll post links to that story if you want to learn more about it over at RadioMilwaukee.org. Next, remember Hot Dish Pantry? For sure. Yeah. Uh, they were known Pierogi for doing pop-ups. Place. Pierogi Place at 3rd Street Market Hall. Yeah. When we first talked about them, they were doing pop-ups there at 3rd Street Market Hall. Looks like they're going to get a, like their own little space spots on the south side and former location of Iron Grey Barbecue, which closed back in November, right before Thanksgiving. And they plan to look like they're trying to open in February 1st is the time the date to be open. If you're not too familiar with Hot Dish Pantry, again, we mentioned they, they do um, inspired by the hot dish, the casserole. You mentioned they do pierogies with a variety of fillings, uh, traditional, like potato and cheddar, the traditional kind of stuff. But they also do kind of, you know, newer flavors like crab rangoon, loaded baked potatoes and such. They apply for liquor license. So this spot's going to have beer and wine and liquor, I'm guessing. Um, they also will be offering potato pancakes, loaded tater tots, cheese curds, and chai spice puppy chow. You're a big fan of that puppy chow stuff, aren't you? Uh, uh, yes. You? No, no, I'm not. I, I'm really not into puppy chow. I, thought no. you, you, I, well, I remember a few years ago you said you, you love puppy chow. No? Nope. Oh. I think fake news there. But, um... <laughs> I well, would yeah. I would sooner go the savory route with like a Chex Mix okay. than I would Puppy Chow. Yeah, I just thought really you were like a big fan of Puppy Chow. No. no. All right. Well, for those who are, Hot Dish has you covered. So be a lookout for Hot Dish coming to the south side sometime on February 1st. Finally, over on Journal Sentinel, it was reported an Alverno College graduate is going to live her dream of creating a loaded potato restaurant near uh, the college. It's going to be you know, a former spot of Pat's Niche Pub and Grub, 3956 South Howell. 
And of course, by the name, you can guess what they'd be serving. A variety of loaded baked potatoes, loaded fries, seasoned tornado potatoes, get your potato fix on all types of potatoes. They'll all be juice, smoothies, fresh fruits and salads. The goal is to make it affordable for college students around the area. Uh, so be on the lookout for that coming to that neck of the woods. Um, that sounds kind of cool. I, I love loaded baked potatoes. Do you? Do. Yeah, it's I fun. Can't. Yeah, no, it's a fun idea. It Absolutely. makes me eat, one. It makes me eat the baked potato. That's the one way. It's like my mom. That's sure. the one way I eat my vegetables. The baked potato is like because I wanted French fries. They're like, oh, you get a baked potato, and I get a, I get the ranch, I get the cheese. Like, what are you doing? You know, I'm making baked potato. Like, this is for healthy. I'm like, well. You, gotta, you want me to eat it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, be on the lookout for that. A loaded potato restaurant coming to the south side. I, you know, going back to potatoes, I used to really love a good twice-baked potato. Oh, my mom makes the best one. Oh, my God. Really? I love it. Yeah, hers are so good. I love it. I like. I can like eat that as a meal. I mean, that's rich. Yeah. I love it. She like puts milk and cream and tons and tons of butter and like tons of cheddar. Yeah, you gotta yeah. have the cheddar. Yeah, so good. The butter and the butter and the cheddar just makes it. And then she adds the scallions on top and a little paprika. Yeah, so good. It sounds like your mom does make the best. Yeah. Hmm. She used to like stuff it back in potato for us, and she's like, "I'm getting too old for that. I'm just putting the casserole." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. To learn more about This Bites, head over to our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. We subscribe to our podcast via your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And don't forget, This Bites is edited and produced by Nate Imig with generosity from our membership. And as always, Anne, Stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Have a great weekend. You too. <laughs>